This episode is brought to you by Triggered 22 LLC, a veteran-owned apparel company. By purchasing a t-shirt, hat, or hoodie from Triggered 22, you're not only supporting a small business, but you're bringing awareness to veteran PTSD and suicide. Please help save the lives of those who fought for our freedoms. Visit Triggered22.com now and place your order. Let's help those suffering from invisible wounds. Not many people know this full story behind the scenes here, but I'll, I'll give it to your listeners. Anyone who's yeah. listening. Here we go. Uh, sneak peek. Sneak yeah. peek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is real, really how it happened. Okay. Right before that all happened, I left Drums Etc. What? Welcome to the American Grown Podcast, hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode. Hi, I'm Austin Sullivan. This is the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Today, we have Adam Steck, owner of Drums Etc. Adam, welcome to episode 52 of the American Grown Podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. and just you know, representing the shop. Obviously, we got a lot of fun stuff going on uh, coming up in in our our world as far as the drum world. But yeah, just want folks to know that we're out there, man. And uh, we connected through doing this other podcast, which will come out after this. Yeah, isn't that uh, weird? Super weird. <laughs> yeah, this is the, we are time traveling here today. I was gonna say we kind of are, right? We are, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's a no brainer, man. I dig what you're doing here. American Grown Podcast is great, and uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Well, thanks, thanks, Adam. And I even see you're rocking the wristband too. Oh, I got all the oh, merch. You got man. the swag, the swag, the swag. I'm all about it. Awesome. I've been to a couple trade shows, thankfully, like through uh, the drum store, and we'll get into what I actually do and stuff. But long story short, I've been to conventions and different events and stuff like that, and I'm always collecting the swag. Yeah, man. yeah. Either me or a friend will. Pick. You got to find a vendor that's giving away a bag. Okay. That's number one. You start out Secure finding the bag, bag. Yeah. because you're going to pick up other swag, and you need a place to put it all. Right. You can't wear it all. That's just ridiculous. Right. It is. You know? It'd be too much. It'd be too yeah, much it'd be to too wear much. it all. So yeah. you got to start with the bag and then go for there. But yeah, American Grown Podcast, man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, thank you. And since we teased it a little bit, uh, yeah, episode 53 for all the, I'm going to say, it, all the nerds out there. Oh, yeah. All the, all the cool kids that are secretly nerds, whether you think it's cool or not, mm-hmm. it's freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about everything. I think I think we talk about a little bit Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, a little bit um, yeah. Star Wars, and then the big thing is Dungeons and Dragons. But I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. You got to listen to episode 53 to you gotta really... You got to check it out. Yeah. You got to check it out. It's not just you and me rambling. We got we got some other great folks that play in a game that I run, and it's going to be a great... It's. I know it's a great episode. Oh yeah, a lot of uh, it was a lot of fun to record it. So yeah, you, yeah. they get they get back to back here. Yeah, exactly, back to back. Adam Steck. So let's get some background on yourself. Who is Adam Steck? Sure, uh, Adam Steck. Hmm, that guy. Uh, usually referred to as the tall guy. Yeah, that's him. Or Adam <laughs> from Drums, etc. It's become my last name now. Okay, it's from Drums, etc. It's my real last name. <laughs> yeah. It's Adam from Drums, etc. Uh, I am a sort of uh, product of Lancaster County. I know we're here in Lebanon, but I am a Lancaster County born and raised. Um, However, I discovered my true passion uh, for years uh, growing up as a kid. I didn't really have my thing, right? And it wasn't until late in high school where I discovered that music was my thing. Uh, Drumming specifically. Okay. Being in bands, that sort of thing, uh, is my my jam. 
so eventually I, I ended up getting, uh, you know, to get to kind of get back to where I got the name Adam from Drums, etc. Yeah. Eventually I said, hey, I don't want to flip burgers like all my friends are doing right now. Yeah. I don't care if I make money or not. I don't need too much, uh, you know, being a kid, you know, living at home, all that. And so I decided one day I'm going to drive to the place that I love, that I want to work and learn how they do it because I just love the drums. I always thought that I would have something to do with business or entrepreneurship. So I was like, I'm going to drive to my favorite store, drums, etc. And I did. And I said, hey, can I like, do you guys do shadowing or like internships or anything? And, and thankfully, the guy behind the counter, Sean Groff said, yeah, we've done something like that before. So let me give you Rick's email. And Rick is the the previous owner before me of Drums, etc. Gave me his contact info. I reached out and okay. said, hey, I'm really interested in this. Can I work for you for free? Whoa. And at the time, yeah. I thought, wow, what an honor. He's probably going to say no. Now being a business owner, if someone came to me and said, hey, yeah. I'm really interested in this. I won't bother anyone and I will work for free. I would love that. Oh my gosh, yeah. You'd be you all over I mean? it. Of right. course, of right? Course, yeah. But at the time I was really nervous. Like, oh, maybe he's not going to want to do this. But long story short, he said, yeah, come on come on in uh, Thursdays after school. I'm in high school at this point. And so I said, okay, sounds good. So come in Thursday. So I showed up. I came in on a Thursday, uh, you know, worked for four hours with the guys just checking stuff out. Yeah. He very quickly passed me off to some of the employees to kind of get trained and to figure out what's what the job entails working right. at a drum store. So I should say, Drums Etc. is a music instrument retail store, specifically focused on drums and percussion. That's our emphasis. We would sell we sell guitars, a couple other things like that. But the most the most common thing that we sell are drums, percussion, and the accessories associated with that. So that that is the classic drum set. You go see a rock show. You got the guy yeah. back there behind the drum set. Everything he's hitting, the everything he's playing drum with, and snare drum, toms, the full drum set, cymbals, yeah. hardware, okay. all the accessories, the parts, everything. the pieces, all that. Yeah. Um, in addition to the percussion world, so obviously you've 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 got you know all all the different uh, hand drums like congas, bongos, world instruments. Uh, we're big into that as well. Um, and then like I like I mentioned, the parts and pieces. That's a huge part of it. All the accessories that come along with it. Uh, so that's a big thing. So drums, etc. It was a drum store. When I first started drumming, I needed some gear, so I went there. I was just like the classic kid in candy store. This is the place. This is the only place I want to be. (laughs) I need every excuse to come back here. I'm only going to buy one pair of drumsticks. That way, when I shred these up, I have an excuse to come Come back back. and look at all the other stuff. You know, know? so so long story short, uh, I started shadowing. So this ended up lasting. I didn't realize it at the time, but after my first time, I said, hey, could I come back next week? And Rick was like, yeah, sure. Hey, could I come back next week? Yeah, sure. So I just basically kept showing up to the point at which it was at least, uh, I think it was around seven months I worked for free. I was going to ask, like when did- One day a yeah. week after school, you know, bell rings, hop yeah. in my car, drive to Lancaster. Seven months. Yeah. What, and yeah. it was about a half hour, uh, where, where, 30, 35 minutes was, away from where I lived. Okay. Wow, where where yeah. so where'd you go to high school? Where'd you cool. go? Cool. So I went to Cacalico High School. Oh, okay. So, I know where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So northern Lancaster County, uh, Cacalico and Ephra is really close. A lot of people know Ephra if they don't know Cacalico School District. But yeah, so so I went that drove from there to the city, you know, the right. big the city. Big city yeah. and, and you know, Lancaster. like I said, Lancaster. Yeah, Lancaster, you yeah. know, born and raised in, in Lancaster and you know, that was the big city. Lancaster was the big city. 
Yeah. You yeah. know, oh, in yeah. my mind, oh, sure. I saw, I watched movies about New York City and I was like, wow, that looks like Lancaster. As a kid. Like, yeah. As oh, a, yeah. Like, like yeah. that was the big city, which I'm is hilarious it. now. It is, right. Because right. now I've gone to so many shows, I've gigged in there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Lancaster's not, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a small, yeah. <laughs> compared to yeah. everything else, you know. Right. The big, the actual big cities. But doesn't that drive you nuts real quick when, when mm-hmm. people that aren't familiar with the area or aren't from Pennsylvania yeah. will be like Lancaster or, mm-hmm. uh, here they do, you know, Lebanon. And it's yeah, like Lebanon, no, it's, Lancaster. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Lancaster. It's Lebanon. Yeah, it, yeah it's just... And, and yeah. being in the music industry, it happens oh, every time there's a big act coming through town. You yeah. know, whether they're... If they're playing, say, say Lancaster, you know, they're playing at TELUS or what was the Chameleon Club yes, was the big venue there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's no longer there. But, like, you know, the, the bigger acts come through and they're like, thank you, Lancaster. Oh, no. And, like, you literally audibly hear locals being like it's Lancaster from boo. the back yeah, yeah exactly like, boo. even though they're like the biggest fans they'll be like boo yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. yeah that was the big city for me like that okay. was a big deal to travel there and do that but like I said you know being a kid I was just excited to be around it so I did that and eventually someone left so uh the it was actually the guitar tech at the time had had uh uh had gotten another job and was leaving the shop. Yeah. And then who's the, who's the boss going to hire? Someone who's fully trained and knows the processes that we do and can yeah. literally jump in tomorrow or, you know, throw the call out there or look through a stack of paper applications. I just put right. myself in that situation, yeah. you know? So that's what kind of led to me starting, eventually work my way up, and then we can get into where I, where I am today. If you want to go through the whole thing, we can do that. But uh, that's basically how I got my start with drums, et cetera. Okay. And where I started to kind of build up my name and my street cred in the Right, in the in industry, the industry for sure. In the industry. Yeah. So it all started out, you know, in high school. You were into percussion, in, into playing the drums, into band and things like that. And I guess you probably played like under the Friday Night Lights and all that stuff. Funnily enough, no. Really? That's, no, no. Yeah, that's oh. a, a big assumption. And I've sold so much gear and I've signed so many people up for students and encouraged people to pick up the drums. I was not, and, and I'm, I'm not from the school band world. Uh, in third or fourth grade, whatever it is, when you go to audition and okay. you, know, you can play in the band, you know? Right. Like, yeah. I wanted to play drums then and I got it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I went to one lesson and I quit. So Whoa. I, sh- yeah. So I show up to the lesson. The first kind of 15 minutes of the lesson was just rights and lefts on a practice pad, just smacking a slab of rubber on a table. Okay. Not the drums. In my mind, this is me processing. Yeah. That is not the drums. I want to play the drums, right? Right. So we do that, and then the majority of the lesson was playing on a bell kit. So this is what a lot of schools do now, and I'm not, you know, out here criticizing. I'm just bringing this awareness yeah educating educating of course yeah Uh, a lot of what happens is you know with the school systems uh you know cacalco and and a lot of surrounding areas uh most most places you don't just start playing drums you start playing prax pad which is sticks you know which would translate to the drums eventually uh but they also want you to learn notes and how to read music and that sort of thing and so what percussion instrument is that that's where you get into like the xylophones and stuff like that. So you get what's oh. called a bell kit, okay. uh, which we refer to as a bell kit, which is, you know, a little glockenspiel type thing. Yeah, yeah. And that was most of my lesson. And I'm wow. like, wait a minute. That's not the drums I, in my mind. That's not the drums. Yeah. What so is I that? went home and I was like, mom, I quit. She's like, no, well, maybe, you know, and one thing led to another and I actually just stopped going and then I quit and yeah. did not pick up the drums, like I said, until high school. Until later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah late school. ninth grade. And it wow. was where I learned how to play the drums. Hmm? 
was in a basement and in a garage. No way. That's where I learned how to That's play. That's phenomenal. I did yeah. not learn in a classroom. I did not okay. learn from an instructor. You know, now I've picked up things from different teachers and, and different things like that. I've signed up hundreds of students at our shop, you know, with private lessons, which I think is the way to go, especially if you're looking for, uh, for you know, that, that drum set is what you picture in yeah. your mind or playing in a rock and roll band, That's what which I'm is what I wanted. Yeah. To oh, yeah, you know, it's, sure. it was not the school band. It was not the bell kit. So, yeah, we basically started a band. Uh, Nate, who's on the next podcast, uh, was actually learned how to play the bass when I learned how to play drums. Really? We together. Yeah. 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 And, oh, that's and, cool. And it was, it was that kind of organic, like, let's start a band. And like our big show was not Friday Night Lights. Our big show was not this recital. It yeah. was the talent show. Oh, that was the it. school talent show. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah, okay. TNL. I think it was. I think they called it like Thursday Night Live or something. Like, <laughs> like awesome. kind of a pun on Saturday. But yeah. it was like the talent show. The 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 school talent show was our our thing, you know. And then of course we ended up playing some like house parties and house shows with different yeah. different people. Whoever had the cool parents would let the band come, you know. Right, that right. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's where I honed my skills. And then I then I just started going to the store, and that's. From working at the store and interacting with the teachers, that's where I picked up a lot of uh, the technical side of things. Right. It was all feel and like rock and roll, put on the record, start playing in your basement, chopping it yeah. up. Yeah. That's where I started to learn. So I have that background, which is very uncommon in my industry uh, or the industry for drums, et cetera. And in general, music stores, uh, you know, especially having such a profound lesson program like we do. To have someone that's kind of steering the ship a little bit that started off with just pure passion and willpower is yeah. not common. Yeah, know? yeah, but it's really neat because then, like you said, you have that you have that passion, and I think that goes above and beyond. You know, just lessons you can learn because sure you can learn to play the drums, but to be passionate about it, to be obsessed with like mm -hmm. drums, percussion, the music industry, which I feel like you are. It's not just maybe a passion, maybe an obsession of like. This is what I love to do, and this is what I want to teach people and educate them on. Um, so you went from, you know, in the basement, in the garage, sure. playing with Nate, who's, yep, he's going to be on episode 53, Dungeons and Dragons podcast coming yep. up, you know, having your own kind of band, and then, all right, she so said drums, etc. Yep. I love supporting them. I love shopping here. You're young, you know, still in school, and you go and say, I'm going to work for free. What did, was it Rick, I think you said, was the mm -hmm. owner? Did, did you think you're crazy or like, what was his response? Like when he called you up and said, Hey, come on in and yeah. work with us. Yeah. No, he loved it. Yeah. He loved it. And, and he, I think he recognized my ambition. Okay. And a lot of people love to say that they're ambitious, but really ambition is measured in actions. And it's like, yeah. what are you doing right now to change your situation? Mm -hmm. What are you doing right now to put yourself in the room to get in the conversation that you want to be in a drum store? Like, like ours rarely hires people. I worked there uh, before I came owner, became owner for uh, close to eight years. And in that time, a couple people had left, but only one person really got hired that stuck around. It's like yeah. with, so, with small business, as you can imagine, uh, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, like all family members, but it usually turns into that because it's like with four or five people, we can make this happen. And if those people are happy and stay... Yeah. It's hard to get in the door. Right, right, for sure. So that's that's what I observed before I showed up and I said, look, there's no way they're just going to hire me. They don't need a, another guy just to be there, but maybe someday they will, or I'll just go and steal all their ideas and maybe someday I'll open up my own. <laughs> do your own thing. Yeah, 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 do your own thing. And I'm totally yeah. fine with saying that because it's just like, what opportunities do you have in front of you? And uh, how are you, you know, actively trying to change your situation? Yeah. I yeah. was a kid. I knew I had a little bit of time before I had to start bringing money in 
uh, as far as you right. know, starting to be a working man type yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, I just high school kid. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I saw all my friends like getting jobs at McDonald's just so they could have gas money. And I was yeah. like, I just don't want to do that. It's not you. It's not you. Yeah. I just, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Which I could have done that if that was my only choice. But here I am with an right. opportunity. I'm like, I'm going to act right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel any pressure from anyone to do anything or whatever. Randomly got in the car, drove to drums, et cetera, and said, I want to be here. And that can really lead to a lot, a lot of things, open a lot of doors for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. And and you kind of created your own luck, you know, like you created your own opportunity by offering, you know, hey, I'll work for free. I'll do whatever mm-hmm. you need, you know. And I feel like, you know, for the younger people listening that, you know, maybe they want to get into graphic design, maybe they want to get into drums, maybe they want to get into, you know, what whatever it is you want to do, if, if you offer something for, like, a free service or, Hey, I just, I just want to work. Like mm-hmm. that goes a long way. I think, cause you know, a job will say, Oh, you have to have five years experience or something yep. like that. And the kids are like, you know, these young students like, well, how can I do that? I just got out of school. Yep. So instead of looking at it like that, be like, I'll come and work for you and prove yourself, you know, prove exactly. how badly, you know, you want to be a part of the team, be a part of the company. So you do that seven months yeah. And then boom, full time. Eventually employee. a guy eventually yeah. a guy leaves. No, not full time. Eventually oh. a guy leaves. Okay. Then I'm just Saturday guy. Oh, you're just a Saturday guy. Then I'm then I'm Saturday and Monday guy. Then I'm you know, and you yeah. work your way up. Yeah. And you 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 know, I accumulate it's a hours. Process. It's a process. And yeah. and and kind of worked my way up the totem pole as it as it were, you know, as far as you know, as I'm learning things, I'm progressing, I'm helping the business out. I'm really looking at it as I did from the beginning from a business point of view. What's my job? My job is to help this guy make money so that he can grow this business. And if the business grows, that helps me. And what you were saying about, you know, for for younger people and everything, I had this kind of uh, thing taught to me and instilled in me that like, uh, while I was in high school, that age or whatever, or growing up, Mm -hmm. that like, know your value. Like, you are so valuable. Like, like if you do something for someone and they want to pay you, like, just say thank you and accept it. And, you know, you have, you know... But I think sometimes when when that is pushed on you a little bit too much, you start to view things as, uh, and I don't want to say entitled because I think that word's overused, but you start to view things from perspective that that someone else owes you something. And you absolutely are owed nothing. And that is the best way to live a happy life is to give to others and not expect anything in return, yes. is not to uh, you know expect the accolades or expect something to be given back. You know what I mean? For sure. And and I think that what the way that I was viewing things was so different from anyone else I talked to. My friends, uh, you know, relatives, family members were trying to put the pieces together. Like, what are you up to? Yeah. What are you doing? But in my mind, obviously, I know that I'm I'm valuable. I'm a hard worker. This and that. I was like, I'm willing to for a time give that away to this company because I know I'm going to get the experience and the knowledge right back. Yeah. And even if the door closes and he says, Now nah, you know what? Don't don't come back anymore. He can't take that knowledge I've gained back from me. Yeah. And that's what I needed at that time was really insight into, is this really what I want to do? Mm -hmm. And then the tactical knowledge of having that experience, I can put that on a resume. For sure. You know, if I need it. Yeah, it's huge. It's like, I worked here for this long, whatever. Right. And you've proven yourself for for all the time. Um, So now... How did Drums Etc., like what year did it start? And sure. let's get like, where where is it located? What's the address in case yep. people want to stop by? Yeah, yeah. let's let's back up. So yeah. Drums Etc. opened in 1985 by Rick Hamilton, the original owner, who I ended up purchasing the business from. He started it uh, with a passion for drums, with help from other music stores, with help from 
contacts he'd made. He was a drummer. He wanted to be a rock star, you know? But he's yeah. like, how can I find my own avenue in this world, in this industry, to, to make a little bit of cash, to make it happen? And he started it in literally a room probably as big as this studio. As a studio? Literally oh, wow. this big. Yeah. And he at the beginning, he didn't even have enough product to make it look like a store so he took all his own stuff and put it up on the wall with prices no way so like his drum set was hanging up it <laughs> was up on a shelf his cases were all all yeah. permanently had tags on them and then he would take it off the wall when he had to gig that night or whatever <laughs> that's awesome you know and he, yeah. he really just had yeah. a passion for it and i think that's probably you know before i even knew this about his story that's why he recognized something in me you know just the the passion to make it happen we always yeah. say that around the shop like you just got to make something happen so he did that uh, grew it. it was, that was on a on Plum Street, Lancaster. For those of you that might know that, uh, just this hole in the wall place. Things like a sandwich shop or something now. It's like yeah, really small. Really you know? small. Yeah. Um, then he moved it to Queen Street, which is kind of, which is like dead center in the middle of the city. Parking situations horrible. Oh, yeah. Rough part of town. Like it, you know what I mean. But right. anyway, he moved it there. Got a little bit more space. And what he did simultaneously, because he's got that business mindset, is he looked for places that had apartments above. There's okay. a lot of that in Lancaster, especially the more historic buildings. It'll have like a, a you know, a first floor store type retail space and then yeah. an apartment above. And what he did is he would work in the store during the day. At night, he'd be renovating upstairs, rent that out. That rental income paid for the space downstairs. Nice. You know, that, yeah. that idea. Yeah. You know, that idea. And he's very much a self-made man in that that regard that he built all of this for himself. Built it up, moved to Queen Street. Eventually, where I come into the picture later um, in from... For about 20 years, uh, from the year uh, 2000, 2001 ish to 2020, it was on this uh, at this location on New Holland Avenue. That's when I I started in 2014. So towards the the later end of that, yeah. that stint. So it lived there for a long time, and that was the big the big showroom, the fancy flair era. We had an entire room, literally this big, full of just symbols. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Like just yeah. one product has an entire that's, room. That's like, pretty nice size room for it's, one product. It's yeah. absolute. It was insane. Overkill. That was that was the era of of wow. You know that yeah. was the era of let's let's just get as much as possible of excess of like they have more. Let's go there because they I have more. I see what more. you're saying. Right now we're in the era of curated selection. We're in the era of okay. hand picked. Yeah. We're in that sort of stylistic yeah. realm. In addition to having that trend of wanting that expertise in a specialty shop kind of thing. Right, right. Yep. You also get, in combination with that, the rising prices of things for people right now. It's mm -hmm. tough. It's oh, tough yeah. to buy stuff, especially a lot of these materials we're talking about, like symbols. Let's use that for an example. Okay. That's raw materials. That's brass and bronze. Most of the symbols are bronze. So that just costs so much nowadays that the prices are going up, going I up, going bet. up. Yeah. So now that in combination with this, oh, hand-picked, we only have four different options for you it's right. kind of great and it's kind of working in our favor a little okay bit. long story short with with the new holland thing that's where i came into the into the picture and then we moved the store he moved the store to its current location which is on Lidditz pike 2503 Lidditz pike is where we are now uh anyone who's familiar with the area it's the the straight stretch of road that connects lancaster city with Lidditz, yes pennsylvania yep. so it's it's right in between there a little bit towards the lancaster side uh, across from the sandwich factory people know that that around town if anyone's listening from there food's phenomenal there by the way i've, I've been there a couple times with, oh, yeah. with clients uh for color tech and uh, shout out to all the swifties listening um you know with the heiress tour mm -hmm. yeah I, I caught you there saying air it was perfect hey. the air you know this is this era the era, that era. it was perfect i guess yeah. it's just instilled in all of us i don't yeah. i can't say yeah. that i was jamming to swift on the way in but <laughs> no right we got it we got to have this podcast pop somehow somehow right maybe just, this just will, maybe this will be the, it the, yeah. The, uh, the Taylor Swift podcast, 
with guest Adam Stack. And everyone <laughs> yeah. will be like, what? Oh, what? they mentioned it. In oh, there. yeah. They mentioned Some clickbait. No, yeah, they mentioned it in there. They mentioned Taylor Swift. But, yeah. but anyway, so yeah. we're, we're at that location now. But like I said, we're a an ally to musicians in Pennsylvania, let alone, you know, uh, just our small community. Uh, we are a drummer's pro shop, technically, which is, like I said, very niche, uh, very specific. Um, but just like a lot of your listeners have different hobbies, just like any other hobby, like golf, like, you know, cycling, there's these places that you can go where that guy that's standing guy or gal behind the desk has that experience, can tell you what the difference between this and this is, is going to find you the best value for your money right now. Yeah. That's what we specialize in. Gotcha. That's it's, what we do. It's like the cream of the crop. Like if you want the best percussion, the best drums, if you want to talk to somebody that has that experience, that has that knowledge, you go to drums, et cetera. Yeah. 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 And, exactly. and or, you know, hey, we're just starting out. We don't know anything. What is the best value for my money right now? We're nerdy. Yeah. We're so nerdy about the gear that there's times where, you know, every company, I'll say this, this goes for all retail and, you know, with competition. This is something that I've, I've never, not that I've never heard it said, but I think that people don't think about this when they're buying into a brand. Everyone has the best. Everyone's always going to say that we are the best. We have the best. I'm not talking about drums that set in other companies. I'm talking about Pearl drums. I'm talking about Shure microphones that we're using. Right. Shure microphones. Yeah. They say this is the best. We are the best at this. We have all the best products for every single budget. They have the absolute best. You're right. not going to find a single thing on their website that says this is the second best microphone for this budget. <laughs> right, right. That's never going to happen. No. So as a small business, as a specialty shop in particular, what we have is our impartiality. That's what we can offer okay. up. That's what we can give to customers, to people looking to buy stuff. Uh, or people looking to just chat about drums, we can give our impartiality. You can walk in the store and I can say, right now, if you've got 500 bucks to buy a full drum set, that set over there is better than that set. Yeah. And here's why. This detail, this detail, this detail. And it could be used versus new, which we deal in all sorts of different uh, different things as far as that. We trade stuff in, we buy stuff. Oh, it wow. could be that value. Mm -hmm. Or it could be, no, this is a brand new Pearl set. This is a brand new Tama set, which are just a couple brands. And I could say, no, this Tama set they just actually upgraded their hardware, you know, which is all the stands and the wing yeah. nuts, all the things that will wear out Over time, after right. 10 years or whatever, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yep. And I can say, that's why this is better than this. It's not worth, it's not worth, you know, a specific, it's not worth mentioning even by the company because that was probably just a weird facility factory defect or they right. had to switch it up. But I can tell you that that wing nut is going to strip out probably, you know, yeah. Three months before this one. And that's where we get really nerdy about the details. But that's the kind of value you get when you go to a specialty shop. Oh, for sure. For all the listeners, I did a little bit of research. I looked up on social media and on, on Google. Uh, I always like to use Google Maps to always use that for reference. If a company has like four stars or above or even three and a half stars, you know. Oh, it's, I don't even know. What are we at? Well, I think you guys are like a 4.6 or 4.8. I thought it was pretty 4. good. 4.6. All right, folks. Let's get this up. Yeah. We can get that. Let's, we, get, let's, get, let's get it up to 4.9. Or Come even on, five folks. stars. Let's go. Let's, I know I'm going to leave a review. I'll, I love leaving Google reviews. So, you know, I, I checked that out. And what I thought was interesting, the building you're in, to me, it, it, it's quaint. I like it. Like from the outside. And let me just explain here. So from looking at it, because I've never been inside. I've never been there in person. But from the photos, I'm like, oh, it looks like a... Like a nice cottage you would picture in the woods, right? And, and I'm not bashing. Mm -hmm. I think it looks phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But that's what I picture. Um, and then as I was paging through some of the photos that were online, you know, I saw that everything inside was looked well organized, very methodical, uh, laid out really nicely. And I noticed there was like some high top tables. 
look like a foosball table, maybe like an arcade machine. And again, I don't know if these are old photos or not. Right. But yeah, like, there's a mixture yeah, on there. I was going to say, paint, paint like the picture for the listeners as they walk in. You know, what are they going to see? What do you have at the store? Yep. Yeah. Here it is. It looks like a cottage. You're right. It looks like straight out of a fairy tale. It's really bizarre. It kind of does. Yeah. It's really bizarre. It's it's a building uh, that we're, we're currently located at. Like I said, this I, I tell customers this all the time. This will not be the last runs, et cetera, because we're constantly expanding. And another changing era. Things. There's, yeah, there's going to be another era for sure. Next, drums, et cetera, era five, if you want to call it that, as yeah. far as locations, the fifth era of drums, et cetera, is going to be wild. Uh, and we're always planning for that that next thing, always looking forward. But uh, yeah, it, from the outside, it looks like this small cottage, says drums, et cetera, out there. Obviously, it looks like a music shop. Like a small town classic music yeah. shop, and it is. And and when you walk inside, every wall, every space is completely filled with an an array of uh, just the. It's a candy store. That's what it feels like when you walk inside. Yeah, that's how I felt when I first uh, showed up at the original drums, etc., or the last location. It is absolutely amazing. Instruments in general have an allure about them. You know, there's always going to be some chrome for those car lovers. They're yeah, going to dig yeah. all the chrome right. stuff. And then there's a, a variety of finishes. And we have a lot more real estate on the drums themselves to work with as an industry. So it's much more exciting than walking in and seeing 100 guitars look exactly the same. Drum sets are super unique. Their sizes, their finishes, the woodworking, yeah. you know, they are acoustic instruments and they can really vary in sound, but also in look. So when you walk around the store, it is like kind of a whimsical getaway kind of feeling. Yeah. And uh, because we are expanding and, and always growing our stuff, like I said, every square inch is covered. So you could you can spend an hour, two hours easy in the shop and not see everything. Like wow. not even not even joking. It's yeah. it's kind of wild. That's 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 um, the look I got from the photos. And I think yeah. like you said, a candy store for drummers, for for musicians, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I think that perfectly sums it up because it just looks like such a neat place, but from the outside you're like, Oh, this is quaint. You know, you think like a nice yeah. quiet, like you said, fairy tale, and then you go in, it's like boom, we got drums, baby. Yeah, Let's go. Exactly. You know? And we always have lessons going on. So we got a guitar <laughs> lesson room right when you come in. There's yeah. drum lessons going. So it's constant. Always music. And, and, yeah. and we joke, uh, you know, we joke before this show and at the last show that I'm really loud. Yeah. I think it's because I work at a drum shop. <laughs> that would make sense. I'm telling you, Adam, you know what? This is my quiet voice. Is that your quiet voice? This is as quiet as I get. Oh, I'm not going to whisper. We're almost peeking out. We're almost peeking out. I'm not good at whispering. <laughs> I constantly yeah. am yelling up and down a staircase from one shop side of the shop to the other over customers behind drum sets. It makes sense. People now. are demoing cymbals. It's yeah. insane. It's insane. It's, it's part of the business, though. And for the yeah. next part of the podcast, we actually have a, a specialist coming in to check out my hearing. And <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just to just to make sure, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a whimsical, funny place to be, and it's like I oh, said, it it's always really chaos, cool. man. It's always yeah. chaos, and I love that chaos and thrive in it. So, what's it like owning, you know, your own brick and mortar store? I mean, you're mm-hmm. the sole owner. It's it's, it's me. Yours. Yeah. What's I'm that like? Guy. What's that like? It's interesting because uh, I guess real quick before we get just jump into that, I can tell you kind of the, the to finish the picture of to bridge yeah, the gap between me yeah. being some dude that showed up and working there to the to the owner. We moved the store uh, to where we are. Briefly before that, I had moved my way up the totem pole. Uh, and not, not many people know this full story behind the scenes here, but I'll I'll give it to your listeners. Anyone who's yeah. listening. A real uh, sneak peek. Sneak yeah. peek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is real, really how it happened. Okay. Right before that all happened, I left drums, etc. What? Yeah, I you left. left? Yep. It was my absolute favorite job. It's exactly where I belonged, and I left. Why? Here's what happened. So... 
Uh, at the time, I worked my way up. There is a, an employee who uh, actually works for me now, Sean Groff. He's the man. He's worked for at Drums Etc. Shout for out over Sean 20 Groff. Years. Shout, Shout out. out Sean. He's he's really running things. So uh, he'd been there way longer. He's got you know he's got that uh, that thing down, whatever you call it. What do you call that when someone has tenure? I guess yeah, something, like that. something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's been around. He's so basically yeah, been around he's, the block. He's the guy. You know, yeah. you got the owner. Then and then him. directly below second him, in command. He's second right in command. Yeah. Right? So something happens to the ownership. Boom, right. he's there. Yeah. So I'm third. Oh damn. And in the small business world, number one seems like they got it all under control. The guy running the the show. But the benefits of being an entrepreneur, and especially especially being a small business owner, uh, are not necessarily directly financial they're not necessary you know you have a lot of freedom you get right. this you get the yeah all sorts of different benefits which we can get into later if you want if anyone cares but uh that's not necessarily the biggest payoff right so we got rick he's there he's done it since 1985 in my eyes he's not going anywhere he's not doing anything and then we got sean who's worked there for 20 years he's he's like been running day-to-day operations forever. right so i felt like i peaked out you hit the ceiling where are you gonna go I, where yeah. am i gonna go yeah. there's nowhere else to go so Long story short, I felt like, hey, I need to switch it up. I had a friend who worked for this other company. We don't need to get into details of it, but uh, this other company that that paid really well. Yeah. And just he was just like, hey, well, I know if you're like having these feelings, like just try it out. Like you could just get an interview, right? Yeah. So I interviewed yeah. for this place. They were going to pay me an obscene amount of money just to do customer service, which is one tenth of my normal job. Okay. Day to day. And still in like uh, the musical industry, or totally nope. different. Kitchen supplies. Whoa, so totally like different. Gas totally ranges and like yeah. pans and pots and complete. But I said for that amount of money, oh, you, I'll, I'll do, do anything. <laughs> okay, this is the hard Good lesson amount learned. Of money. Yeah. This is the hard lesson learned. Do not chase money. Chase happiness. All right, people. This is we need to redefine success because you know financial success is not everything. It's not how you should be making your decisions. There, the the world is is plentiful. There's an abundance of ways that you can do what you love and build it into what you want to do. And that's the entrepreneurial mindset I've had for years. But I completely set it aside because I wasn't being fulfilled at my job. Yeah. And it was kind of time to make a decision. So I chased the money. I went over there. Uh, I lasted six months before I quit. Three months of that was training. Oh. It was literally answering chats and answering calls oh, i would and and after you do one thing after you make one call and mm-hmm. someone's mad because the company hides the phone number on the website so by the time they call you they're really mad Oof. uh <laughs> after you do that you hang up you're like now what and your manager turns to you and says do it again and you answer 90 calls in a day oh. whoa 90 calls in a day that's gonna wear on you oh, oh. it broke my soul yeah and I, there i was sitting in a cubicle and i was like what is going on here i gotta get myself out of the situation this is not in my nature but I'm so glad that I did it because I got to experience the the corporate side of, of you know, business structure. I got a lot of knowledge out of that. I learned uh, a lot of, about training and about self-awareness and things that I wasn't going to get where I was originally at the right. shop. Yeah. And so I'm so glad I did it. And I think that that is a good thing and good advice for people. I, I hope my employees aren't listening. But that is a great thing to do if you really feel unfulfilled. Go see what else is out there right. because you don't know if that's your passion or this or that. Um, long story short, I quit that without having another job lined up, which is extremely risky. Very. Is wild. It's a wild thing to do. It is. But I just felt in my soul I had to do it. And I said, I'm a hustler. I'll figure something out. Yeah. So I end up communicating this with Sean because Sean and I are buds. We worked together for eight years, you know? Yeah. And I was like, hey, yeah, I don't have anything else lined up, but I left there just so you know. I'm not over there anymore. And he said, hey, reach out to Rick. Something's happening. 
So I did. Okay. And Rick said, I can't believe you just called. Adam, I'm going to hire you. I need your help to do this, 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 and this. And I was like, what are you talking about? What's going on yeah. with drums, et cetera? It's been the same place for over 20 years. What could possibly be happening? And he said, I'm turning this drums, et cetera, which is our old shop now, mm-hmm. into an apartment building. Whoa. I am taking, he owned the property for years. It was time, this huge multi-million dollar crazy project he did. He put, uh, here's the an idea of the square footage we had in the old shop. Yeah, please. Now it had an apartment upstairs that, uh, different employees have lived in over the time. We had, uh, you know, seven or eight, I think eight different lesson areas, lesson rooms wow. separate. We had an entire second floor where we would ho- host events and clinics and stuff. Huge showroom, an entire shipping dock. It was it was intense, a band practice space, which thousands of people, you know, in the area know us from that space. Yeah. We had the PA system and all the drums, everything in there for bands to come rent out, you know, 15 bucks an hour and they could rent and wow. have band practice there, yeah. you know, make some noise because we can we could deal with it. So this huge place. Huge. There is now where the old drums, et cetera, sits. It's called 550 Lofts and it has 22 one-bedroom apartments in it. Really? That's how big That's this huge. place was. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, that's how big this place wow. was. So he has that project going on. He said, Adam, to be honest with you, I'm not, I wasn't, I don't know what I was going to do. I'm so glad you called. This is like the, the universe answering my prayers, you know? Yeah. Uh, so he's going to handle that. He's got that whole thing under, under wraps. He says, I need someone to come in here that knows what they're doing to run essentially a liquidation sale to get yeah. the inventory down and then move the store. And then after we moved the store to a new location, which he was still looking for at the time, okay, uh, which ended up being our current location, then I need someone to come back here and rip this place apart. They need to be handy. They need to be able to like salvage everything because we're going to auction off all the interior stuff. I'm wow. talking light fixtures, railings, uh, you know, whatever. You yeah, know, track scaffolding, ceilings. whatever. Yeah. Right, yeah. Every, got everything every nut and bolt because then the company is going to come in and knock all, everything down, clear it all out. Yeah. So then they, they he hired in this company to do one of these auctions, you know, one of these like kind of silent auctions online to get rid of all this stuff. So he needed that, that sort of jack of all trades and I had all the skills. So he hired me back. I ended up coming in. Yeah. I was, uh, a- after having nothing and then knowing that that was my passion, I need to get back in that industry somehow. Shooting a text over to Sean, getting the call with Rick. He hired me. I was making more than I made when I left there. Okay. It was a bigger project. Oh, yeah. I was back where I belonged. And now I have this huge project ahead of me. Long story short, I ran this huge sale, condensed the, the store down. As I was selling stuff, condensed the store down. I was ripping the uh, uh, unscrewing and unmounting all of the slat wall, which is now yeah. in our current store. Oh, that's As cool. I cleared out oh, the old cool. store, I yeah. took it down. We took it over and put it up at the new shop. Yeah. And we did that, had the auction, uh, and we were back up and running at the new location two days after we moved. Two days? In, in two days. We were only closed That's for phenomenal. two days. Yep. Wow. And we were back up and running. Okay. And so, yeah. So Wow. So there's there's a lot to unpack there. So, yeah. you know, you leave your dream job because yep. you saw that uh, the chance to move up, it wasn't looking good. It wasn't it, looking it, good. It wasn't looking good. So, you know, your buddy in the sinks, faucets, whatever it may be, it sounds <laughs> like, you know, uh, customer service and... He says, you know, he yeah. said, hey, come work for this company I work for. They pay ridiculous. I don't know what's wrong, but before yeah. they realize that there's an accounting error, come over here. <laughs> right. So, so again, chasing, <laughs> yeah, chasing the dollar signs, which, again, I, I feel like a lot of people, especially younger 20s and, and even early 30s, anybody would, right? I mean, if the money's yep. good enough. Yep. But then, you know, shortly within three months of training and three months of sales, you're like, this is not for me. And again, kind of making your own luck, reaching out to Sean. Yep. And then, boom, the pieces fell right in place for you exactly like, like you know what i mean it all came together yep so you know like you had mentioned some of the benefits about like 
owning your own business, it's not always the money or the, mm-hmm. the payment. Um, I would, I would agree because I feel like if, if you own your own business, you can set your schedule. Like you can bust your ass, work really hard yeah. and, and not take a single day off, or you can work hard, you know, get that life work life balance, right. That everyone's chasing after. Absolutely. And you can live more, I don't want to say f- fulfilled life because some people love what they do. And if you love flipping burgers, you love yes. like doing, yes, you know, whatever you love, do it. But you know, owning your own business lets you be creative, lets you kind of chase whatever dream you may have. For what sure. Are, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. My thoughts on this are uh, that you, everyone needs to be really careful. The entre- the life of an entrepreneur is not glamour. Yes, yeah. we have the, you know, I've got the freedom of schedule. I can come here and do this kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you the last time I, I worked only 40 hours in a week. Like, I can't. It's unheard of, really. I can't process that. Maybe the yeah. same week that I went on vacation a couple of days was when I only worked for right. Right. You know, it's it's one of those things where when you're creating your own world and when you're kind of you're kind of pushing, uh, you know, when it's on you. Let mm-hmm. me back up. When it's on you. Yeah. That means the results are 100% your responsibility and you have to take ownership of all of that. You know, if someone makes a mistake, okay, you learn from it, you move on, right? Um, if something happens, you have to take uh, ownership of that, good or bad, mm-hmm. right? right? So right. if someone makes a mistake, well, who hired that person? I did. You know, yeah, oh, man, yeah. who trained that person? It was me. You know what I mean? So it's it's all on you. When it's all on you, you get some benefits, but you also have have the real responsibility yes. of keeping it afloat. Yeah, and yeah. you have that pressure. It's at risk, right? It's at risk, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I do I do like uh, want to mention, though, mm-hmm. right now being an entrepreneur is really trendy. Everyone's talking about a side hustle and this and right. that. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. a full-bred entrepreneur and that lifestyle is extremely difficult. It is extremely lonely. It is, you know, get out of it what you put into it. But you got to put a heck of a lot in to make your future look the way it wants to. Like I said, that ambition thing, it's its really about what you're doing. It's not what you're saying you're going to do. And when it's all on you and there's no one coming for you, there's no, help. there's no one to tell you what to do. There's no one to guide you because no one scenario is the same. You just have to try things and you fail a lot and you learn from that and you just keep pushing forward. So right now, like I mentioned, it's super trendy to be an entrepreneur and to you know do this, but it's not for everyone. And for those people, People that that are self-aware enough to know, no, I don't want to worry about all that. I don't want to stress about that. I don't need to feel that pressure. I can work for this other person and be just fine. That's great. Self-awareness is the way that you win this game of life. Yeah, I couldn't and agree that more. That does not mean that everyone has to be an entrepreneur or do that. You know, um, but there are ways of achieving your dreams that are really unique and really, really different. And and I feel super fulfilled at what I do. And it's it's a really, really profound thing that it hit me is. It's not the financial success. It's it's not even just the freedom. I really wake up and enjoy what I do every day. And that came out of me being doing those ambitious things, but more importantly, me being self-aware of what I get out of it. What fulfills you? What fulfills me? Yeah, oh, that's huge. Couldn't agree more and and uh to to kind of yeah. I was No, go ahead. No, let's take a drink. Let's take a sip. Let's take a sip. Yeah, let's take time. A sip. Some Oh, we can't. We probably shouldn't plug. No. This. Um, they don't pay for this advertisement. Here, Some, how about peach tea by drums, etc.? Yes, drums, etc. Peach tea. Get yours today. 
Phenomenal. Delicious. I need yeah. to go now so uh, reach out to an iced tea facility and yeah, I'll get this out before the podcast. All right, let's we'll have do it. it. We'll have it available. <laughs> That'd be phenomenal. That'd yeah, be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got to um, be some in Lancaster. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. There's a lot. There's a lot of these places. But uh, just to kind of like cap on my story because I'm sick of talking about myself. I'm not used okay. to this. No, you're doing great. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so so here I am in the shop. I just moved the store over. I did all these things for Rick, making stuff happen. Uh, and then he offered it up to me. He said, "Hey, would you be interested?" In whoa, this? whoa! So, so you move everything over, yep. and literally within like, you know, a couple of days or whatever, he's like, "Boom!" Yeah. Do you want to take over? You're, so, so yeah. it wasn't a couple of days, but yes. But, but long story short, I eventually ended up getting that offer, which I did not expect at all. Uh, I was set to have everything moved over and to just work until September. Yes. Yeah. Once, once September's over, I'm out of the job again. And what year was this? What? This is 2021. Oh, wow. 2020. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This so, is masked. So I ran you a liquidation went COVID? scale. Yeah, liquidation sale. I didn't know Trying that to count the amount of people that are in the door. Oh my god! Distance people. Right. Six everyone's feet. wearing masks. Holy insane! Cow. Yeah, How it did, was insane. That's, that's a whole story in and of itself. So, yeah. So that wow. Yeah. So you get through COVID. Yep. I mean, COVID's still happening. Yeah. When all this is happening. Yeah. So that was the end of September. I was out of a job. Right. Right. And he said, basically, I was like, yeah, tomorrow's my last day. You know, just being like, thank you so much. Like, thank, basically, like thanking him. Good night, everyone. Yeah. That kind of yeah. speech. I got like, you. Right. We're always going to be friends, but like, thanks for what you did for me Signing to get me off. through. Yeah. But now I got to get my act together. And he said, hey, do you have anything lined up? And I said, no. I said, I got like this sales thing that someone recommended. Someone has a family member over here that might be able to get me in, just like sales jobs or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have anything. He's like, you know what? I'll keep you on until you find something. Yeah. Which is extremely generous of him. This is Rick Hamilton, by the way. I don't know if I said his full name. Rick Hamilton. Uh, incredible Shout out to entrepreneur. Rick Hamilton. Yeah. Seriously. Owner of 550 Lofts. He is he is a, a true role model for me. But uh, basically, he was going to keep me on until I found something else, which is unheard of. And I was so thankful for. Uh, yeah. But I did not want to waste that time. So I, I did what I could. Made some sales. Did this and that. So that's September. In October, he offers me the business with plans that January 1st, it's mine. I'm in. I say, yes, let's do it. And then he says, okay, let's try to get this done in two months. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. And it escalates so quickly. Keep in mind that we have over 40 vendors. Each one of them has a credit department. Each one of them has processes to, to even be able to qualify me so that I could continue to purchase from them. Yeah. They don't care that drums, et cetera, has been around for 35 years. They don't care that Rick yeah. is recommending me. They want to look at my financials. I need starting cash. Holy I need shit. to have my act together to be able to take this over and get that. So there were a few accounts I had to get. Luckily we were able to work. So we're calling schmoozing, doing whatever we had to right, do right. to make this all happen. And we hustled, in two months, we basically got everything ready to go to transition into my name. Wow. And I was exhausted. I've never been that exhausted. I was like, what was the emotion like? like? Oh, it was insane. You had to be high, like high as a oh kite. Oh my gosh. You know? It, was, it yeah. went from I'm going to be unemployed tomorrow to this is my dream to how are we going to actually do this to it's not working out to maybe I have to abandon this to, okay, is there a way? You know, and we just, we yeah. just pure willpower pushed through it and got there. Got it done. And then... January 1st is just about just around the corner. This is December. Okay. Shops hop in with people buying Christmas gifts and everything, right? And then the government came out with an, another wave of the PPP loan for small okay. businesses to help them because oh. all the COVID stuff's going right. on still. Yeah. So he oh, said, yeah. hey, we can do this and do the transition into January. Or if we wait, 
I can take advantage of this this uh, loan, which is there for to help businesses. Oh, for sure. We were all hurting. Oh, we were God, all yeah. like barely getting by. Oh, yeah. Know? I'm with you so 100%. It was created yeah. for this type of scenario. And he's like, or we can wait, and then you can take over in April. Okay. On April first, April Fool's Day, mind you. Oh no! On on April, yeah, that yeah. was that had me nervous. Right. But on April Fool's Day, you can wait until April. We can get this other round. He can pay off all of his bills that he owes these people. It would give me a little bit more money in the bank to start off. And so I said, okay. So here I am, like ready to take off, listening for the gunshot, right. ready to run Sprinter my race. Stance, right. I had all this new tech. I invested heavily into a lot of new upgrades for the shop for day one to try to like start a new, fresh kind of modern business, you know? And then it was like, hurry up and wait. And I waited for another three months before I took over. And you just, just, and no one knew. You just abided your time. I just bit my tongue. Yeah. And that was, that was rough. I bet. The hurry up and wait of that was rough. Yeah. But eventually, on April Fool's Day, that's the day I still took over. I'm waiting for him to come, come and be like, it's all big joke. <laughs> be like, psych. Yeah. Psych, exactly. Um, yeah. I took over. I yeah. took over. And that's... Oh, congrats. That's, yeah. And, oh, and I'm two, a little over two and a half years in now. And it's it's the best. I love it. What and a it's story. What, it's like, pure chaos. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, they, you know, you won't have it any other way. What a journey, like, you've yeah. been on so far. It's, it's, it's crazy. And, I mean, you're definitely living your dream. Yeah. One, day, one day at a time, just just trying to position myself, leverage myself into that next position uh, yeah. as far as like, what can I do better? What can I do better? And that constantly growing things uh, like like the store, I'm growing the business. Obviously, I want people to buy some stuff, but I'm really focused on branding. Yeah. And a huge part about branding is that, you know, marketing, it builds brand, mm-hmm. you know, and advertising builds sales. I'm yeah. focused on brand, which doesn't involve any more money. It just involves people's perception of your company. So I'm focused on that, and that that is another challenge that that can be tough. It's necessary in today's environment to, mm-hmm. to have that, to have the social stuff together, to do all that, and I love doing it. But like I mentioned, that that's not generating more sales. So it's like I'm splitting my time between that and operations and purchasing and paying yeah. the bills, right. everything. So yeah. that's where I, that's, that's crucial. Where I'm at. That part's yeah. crucial. So yeah. let me ask this real quick. So sure. so Rick is out of drums, etc. Completely. Does, he he does, is technically still teaching two days a week. He's still teaching. He's a teacher. Okay. Well, I have that question coming up. Okay. So hold mm-hmm. on. And now your sole owner is yes. Sean still second in command. Yep. Nice. Sean's still there rocking it. Um, yep. Phenomenal. Do you have uh, anybody else like working for free? Did anybody follow your path yet? Uh, interestingly enough, I had, I've had a couple people do that. Uh, one through a college program that was like reached out and I was like, yes. Like yeah. if, if anyone's going to say yes. And I, I encourage another person. We've had two people so far and okay. I encourage that for people to come out. I've spoken at a lot of, uh, there's one uh, seminar type thing weekend during the summer. It's a camp, really. It's total percussion seminar is what the camp's called. And I went and spoke and and did a lot of educational stuff. But then I also invited all those high school kids. I was like, yeah. hey, if you want to learn what we do, let's go. It's perfect. This is perfect. how I started. Here's my story. This is how I want you guys to, you know, I want to make that available. So I've done nothing but try to help and encourage folks that might be interested to kind of help them determine if it's for them or not. Yeah. It was for me. But I could have just as just as easily showed up and been like, nah, not my thing. You mentioned Rick still teaching lessons. Mm-hmm. I was on your website and I was checking out that you offer drum lessons uh, at your location. So how does that work if people want to sign up? I know, um, like my stepdad is big mm-hmm. into drums. He has a whole set in the basement and everything. But like, how can people get lessons? How does that work? Yeah, uh, co- come in the shop or sign up online. Whatever you want to do. We typically book a week la- a week out. We get you up and running. Uh, we do private one-on-one lessons, which means oh, wow. you can really get focused about what you want to do. That is what I wish I had 
when I was in third grade, poor third grade Adam had to wait, right. you know, seven years before he would pick up the sticks again. Yeah. And I wish I had all that time to get better and to meet people and to be in the industry, start bands, have fun, you yeah, know, right. um, not boohoo for me, but I'm just saying that it is an alternative. And actually, uh, in addition to normal school lessons is very, very effective. A lot of the kids that we have that are also in school, they're the kids getting the, like, there's only one person that plays first chair in the jazz band. Those yeah. are the kids who are taking private lessons in addition to what the school is the minimum requirement, that kind of thing. So there's that. Uh, but then there's also folks that have just always wanted to do it. You know, we have, I think our youngest student ever was five years old. We try to talk, start at seven okay. because it's, there's a lot of homework involved, you know? Yeah. But I think our youngest was five years old and this kid came in and just sat down and kicked like, like ACDC rock beat. And we're like, okay, this kid's got, he's something. got something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and our oldest, uh, our oldest student, I believe is 78 years old now. Oh, that's great. Just starting. Years old. Just starting out. Just starting out. You're, you're never too old to pick it up. You're never, uh, you're never going to be turned away. It's it's always uh, a welcoming environment. The drum community specifically, let alone the music community, but the drum community specifically is so supportive. It's it's amazing. It's a beautiful thing to watch. I love being around it. Whether it's someone got their first kit and we post a picture up, people are oh welcome to the club. You know this yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Or it's like seriously, you should do this. You can do this. It's amazing. So encouraging for sure. So encouraging. Yeah. So we have lessons, private lessons, like I said, with different teachers every day. I've got six. Six different teachers right now, you know, doing different things at home lessons in store. Okay. Uh, but just reach out to drums, et cetera. If you're interested in it, um, and even if you're not from the area, uh, let me know. I'll hook you up with someone that is in your area. Also on your site, I saw you have a video podcast on YouTube, uh, Drum Key, I believe it's called. Drum Key. That is the podcast where we talk about everything's drums, drummers, and drum industry. That's <laughs> my it. that's my podcast voice. This is a podcast, but clearly I, I ramble. If you like this chaos that you're listening to right you'll now, love drum you'll key. love drum key right. where we interrupt each other all the time. And <laughs> no, but it's it's very uh, nerdy specific to drummers. Uh, so if you're not a drummer, you might not love the whole thing. The beginning portion of this, the show, I have uh, four different segments where we get into details. we got a segment that's called Crank It Up, Turn It Down, okay. which is basically I, I come up with a drum trend like, I don't know, you know, wearing specific shoes while you're playing the drums, which affects how it feels, right? It's funny things like that. Yeah. Uh, wearing specific shoes, crank it up, turn it down. And if you dig it, you crank it up. If you really dig it, you crank it up to 11. <laughs> okay. Spinal tap, kind of yeah, like crank up the amp. Yeah. yeah. Or if it's not your thing, turn it down. Turn it down. And that's cool. <sighs> and then we talk about why. So there's like that. And then I have uh, I love that. Uh, another segment that's called Drum Industry News. And we talk about stuff going on, you know, whether that's, uh, and it's industry stuff no one cares or talks about that we now are bringing to the forefront from yeah. being a retail shop. We have such a unique perspective that folks don't, uh, folks don't have, you know, if some, there's a trend coming up or something like that, if there's stuff behind the scenes that are being released soon that we can't like, we can kind of tease that. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about what's happening in the industry, uh, like trade shows, different things like that. And what it's really like, from our point of view, which is something you don't normally get. Yeah, it's like about uh, almost like a behind yeah, the scenes. Behind or, the scenes, exactly. You know, putting a spotlight on, like you said, new technology or mm-hmm. new equipment coming out. Um, yeah. So and where where else can like it's on YouTube, but is it on Spotify? It's and... on Spotify. Okay. Yeah, it's just those two right now. Okay. Um, it's gonna be on everything, but I'm fighting with the, you know, anchor to put it on gotcha. all platforms. I'm not as fancy as American Grown Podcast. Yeah, we're on everything. Come on. on every, I know. I if you need help, up. maybe I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can help, but yeah, well, I don't use I'm, I'm currently fighting it. But anyway, okay. Spotify, YouTube, it's really fun to watch. Perfect. We film everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's really where you get the most value out of it too. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, we got some other segments. There's one called uh, Hall of Fame. 
obvious. We induct different products into the Hall of Fame. Oh, talk nice. about how they're legendary or they're game changers. Uh, there's another one called Quick Question because every single time someone comes into the store, it says, hey, quick question. It is not going to be a quick answer. <laughs> that is like okay. guarantee this question is going to be here an hour. Yeah. You're going to go into the details of it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Right. Uh, this is not like quick question is never quick. Never quick. That, that is the longest I love customer, that. you know. So that's inspired by that. And then we have one that's called Between the Plies, uh, which we dig. That's the part that everyone gets value out of where we dig into the back story of who our guest is, uh, whether they're, you know, their involvement in the music industry, whether it's retail or whether it's they're a rep for a company traveling. Okay. Yeah. If they're, but a lot of guys, you know, came in off the road touring and they talk with us and they tell oh, us about their cool. journey, share stories. So that, uh, and I cut it up too. So if you want to check out drum key podcast, the between the ply section, and that's a play on words because drums are, are made of plies of wood. So like to separate the plies. I was really wondering, okay, I was wondering what, what that meant. What the drums are made of. Yeah. You know, yeah. That between kind of the ply. Thing. Oh, I and, love it. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just a fun time. It's, it's absolutely uh, chaos sometimes. And that's the best part about it. It's a fun listen. If you need something going into work, and you want to just like jam out and just just laugh yeah. and not need to know the specs. It's a good podcast. It's a good podcast. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be listening and checking it out. Um, Spotify. I love listening to. I got to get more into watching podcasts. Being out in the road a lot for for sales here at Color Tech. Mm-hmm. I just I listen to a lot of them. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out. Leaving a positive review and rating. Which for the listeners, uh, American Grown Podcast, we greatly appreciate if you leave us a review. Five stars would be great. We'll take four stars. Please. We'll take it. We'll take we'll it. Take we'll, it. We'll, take anything, we really. we'll take anything. We'll take anything. Yeah, no, right. No, and and yeah. and give your stars based on the host because I know I'm rambling. Give your stars based on oh, the host. Oh, you're phenomenal. This is, this oh my gosh, this no. is a great thing that you're doing. I, I love it here. Thank you. Appreciate guests like you and getting to meet new people. Like, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. So what I really want to hit on now too. I mean, we've learned so much about drums, drums, etc. But now we have a like a, I guess like a third big talking point is the 26th annual drum show. Uh, it's happening this month, Sunday the nineteenth. Yes, twenty sixth yes. annual Pennsylvania Drum Show. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I yeah, it's a PA yeah. thing. It's a PA thing. I have it down. PA. Because there aren't too many big fun PA things, you know that that are that are uh, happening. Uh, but yes, the nineteenth, November nineteenth, the twenty sixth annual Pennsylvania Drum Show is happening. And what has happened for twenty five years? Someone else ran it. This is this is our first year taking over the show as drums, etc., as the organizers. So we're super excited to kind of bring it out into the light. So the Pennsylvania Drum Show has been an incredible event that's been held, but kind of like word of mouth, very like vintage rare collectors okay. kind of dig it. Yeah. And it's very much like if you know, you know, kind of thing. Right. And us at, at Drums, etc., we're like, everyone needs to experience this. We're like flowing it out. We're making it a bigger than ever it's the biggest show uh the pa drum show is the second longest running drum show in the country wow yeah it's That's super huge. cool and i'm super yeah. honored the uh originator of it uh this kind of goes on my theme i guess i'm just taking things over from originators but the founder of the pennsylvania drum show jack lawton uh does a lot uh from lawton drum company does a lot with vintage drum repairs okay and stuff like that so he's really into the nitty-gritty of the vintage drum world yeah. Uh, which just like guitars, just like instruments, uh, all sorts of different things is a big industry and, you know, some stuff can be very valuable, uh, and rare. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a show that attracts a lot of that. So what we're doing with the PA drum show, we rented out a premier facility called Mickey's black box. It is associated with the rock Lidditz campus. So this rock Lidditz campus is where all the big artists come and build their stages and their rigs before they go on tour. And it's located in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, which is wild. Literally 15 minutes down the road from drums, etc. 
and uh, it's called Mickey's Black Box. That's actually the venue that is is right next to these giant warehouses where they're building stages. So this is like when you're uh, driving down 501 mm-hmm. and you look over to the right, you know, right before you get into like downtown Lidditz and stuff, and you see this huge black literally. box. Literally. Yeah, it's literally black box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black yeah. box. And, and yeah. what we're doing, our, the one that we're going to be inside is actually the smallest of the black boxes as they're building these huge yeah. things. And they do all the lighting, all the rigging, all the stage work and everything. And there's like... All these ports, they can park like 12 tractor trailers. They wow. load it up and they start their tour on the East Coast. That's what a lot of national tours do. Well, yeah, I know like... Aerosmith uh, was just there. Yeah, at Katy Perry. I Katie heard you, Perry. Uh, Lady Gaga. Yep. Lady Gaga's been around. Um, you too. Yeah. That is Stone wild. stuff. Right yeah. in little, little Lidditz, PA. I know. It's so random. Yeah. They, they yeah. secretly fly into Lancaster Airport and drive up the street and do that. that. Every time there's a private jet, they're... Everyone has guesses. They're like, oh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And people yeah. stake it who's out. Here? Yeah. That makes so much sense though, because the airport's cool. right there. Yeah. 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 And there's a couple companies that are in there, like Claire Brothers Sound and, and Tate Towers does all the rigging. Okay. So that this is everything. Hey, speaking of Taylor Swift and our Taylor Swift podcast, yes. all those stages that she like dives into, the LED screens, all the rigging, the, all the sound reinforcement, all the gear and speakers yeah. and everything. That's what they do here. That's they it. They set that all up. They have these wow. giant warehouses where they set it all up in. And then before they go on a tour, whether it's a stadium tour or whatnot, they uh, they load it into tractor trailers, start their tour, and they meet the artist at the venue. That's crazy. And set it all up. Yeah. It's amazing. So that's that's the campus that we're doing holding this on, which is perfect yeah. for musicians and stuff like that. So Mickey's Black Box is actually a venue. Okay. Uh, so they have shows there. It's it's but because they're associated with these people, kind of built it. Michael Tate, who's Mickey. Mickey's Black Box oh, okay. is one of the I founders of the company. I don't know if it's like a Disney reference. No, like, Where's no, that coming from? No, there's so no, I'm glad you explained no mice, that. No mice involved. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah. yeah so he is, he's associated with that. This is his venue that they built up, and it's got wow. the best sound, lighting, all that stuff. Yeah. So the PA Drum Show is actually not a concert. But we are using the space for the concert. We're using the balconies for vendors. We're using the the floor. We're gonna the stage uh, breaks down, so it's gonna be one giant open floor. Oh, nice! And there's gonna be vendors from different drum manufacturers, like Peisty Cymbals, for example, is coming. Okay. Like big names like that. Yeah. All the way down to collectors who've been finding stuff in the attics of Whoa. Pennsylvania homes. Real rare stuff. Rare yeah. stuff. Stuff you're ne- you you never never see. see. Whoa. Yeah. Stuff that's literally never been seen before. So we've got all this this going on. Uh, you know, all these vendors from all over the country. I've been coordinating with them. We have 30 vendors this year. In addition to to that and the opportunity to see and buy and learn so much about the drum industry, uh, you also we're going to have a drum circle happening out front at two o'clock. A oh, uh, wow. a women's group called Boombada is a hand drumming group that's going to be performing at three o'clock, and then at five o'clock. We have a drum clinic, which normally drum clinics are you know, 10, 20 bucks to just get in. And our event is five bucks to get in. I saw that. Yes. It's only uh, five yeah. bucks to get in. Yeah, you can't yeah, beat that. There's going to be a, yeah. a bar there, you know, bar for drinks, not alcoholic or non alcoholic, whatever. Yeah. There's going to be food. The venue's selling food. Uh, but yeah, then we're going to have a drum clinic with a very well known drummer, Pat Petrillo, uh, who's an incredible educator played on a lot of Broadway shows, does a lot of the hired gun type of gigs. Okay. And so he's going to do an educational thing to close out the event. And then right after that, I will uh, announce all of our door prize winners. We're giving away a drum set. What? A whole bunch of sponsors stepped up. We got cymbals, snare drums, yeah. electronic percussion, all sorts of great giveaways just for showing Sounds up. Sounds like a fun time. Like Real I said, fun time. dude, it's five bucks to get in and it's yeah. the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing that I could imagine being a drummer. And sometimes I, I'm yeah. like, what? wait, we're organizing this. 
I'm like, wow, yeah, this, this is, is how I would do it. And I'm like, wait a minute. So, yeah, right. <laughs> wait a minute. I am doing it. Yeah, exactly. And I saw uh, the hours are noon to six, right? Noon to six. Noon yep. to Starts six. at 12 o'clock. Yeah. And ends up ends at six o'clock on November 19th. That's a Sunday. Specifically aimed that uh, in this season and also uh, on that specific day. So all these musicians can come. If you're a musician, yeah. come. It's not just for drummers. It's for it's for everyone. Honestly, you could bring your kids. I'll have a great time. We'll give them some sticks. We'll get them involved. There's gonna be a like like I said, drum circles, different things throughout the day you can participate in. You don't need to bring anything. You just show up and have a great time. And uh, you know you can learn about stuff. You could talk with people. And uh, these events attract a lot of big musicians. You know, there's there's gonna be folks milling about. Let's just say that there could be some big names. Some big names there. milling yeah. about. This yeah. is the kind of thing where where it's so specific and nerdy that. Those guys come out, guys and gals come out, and and it's cool to be able to just interact with these people in such a casual setting. Very, very cool. And uh, I'm trying to picture for parking. Huge parking lot. Huge parking lot. Parking's free. They don't have to pay to park. Free, huge parking lot. It's great. great. There's there's food available inside. There's bars. There's a a Rock Littest Hotel, which is all themed around rock and roll music. That's where the artists stay when they come there. It's like you could have a whole getaway weekend. This is road trip worthy. Right. That's, why, that's how I classified it. It is road trip worthy for sure. Yes. Or if you're like me and you're like, wow, this sounds expensive to do all this or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's five bucks to get in and then there's just sheets right up the road. Right. Get your two ninety nine hot dog deal. Come on. <laughs> yeah. This is a and cheap you're good. road trip. Just exactly. Fill the car up with some 88 gas. Right. You have a great you know, time. This could be a budget road on, trip too. On a budget. I was just going to say on a budget for sure. You know, after 25 years of the same drum company, the same person kind of spearheading this, you're picking up the mantle you know, talk about some pressure, like yeah. any, any nerves, any like jitters, or you're just like, no, let's, let's roll with it. You got it. I feel pressure. I don't feel stress. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Um, I have a lot of people relying on me, so I'm, but I am kind of used to being in this environment. And it's one of those things where when you have some momentum going and you have an opportunity pop up, you just yeah. pick it up and you keep on trucking. That's like how I uh, have been going for, for many years now. And this opportunity uh, came up and, and, Jack Lawton, I literally reached out to him uh, to be part of the show, uh, to sling some t-shirts. Yeah. It was just an opportunity. I just reached out. I was like, hey, I haven't heard anything about the drum show this year. We'd love to have a booth as drums, etc. Maybe we could sell a couple t-shirts. I was talking with Sean, and I was like, yeah, we can sling. I, we can make, you know, if a booth's, you know, 50, 100 bucks, whatever, we can make more than that on a few t-shirts. Let's do it. Let's go. And then he's like, oh, actually, I, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, last year was my 25th year, and I'm thinking about kind of pulling the plug on it. And then I was like, oh, wow. And I didn't go to, we'll take over your show, sir. No, no, no. It wasn't that at all. Yeah. I hit him with an email back and I said, hey, Jack, thanks so much for responding to me. I appreciate your time. If you have any advice, we, we've been talking about potentially, you know, if we ever decide to do a show of our own here in Lancaster, like maybe a little Lancaster drum show. Yeah. Like, I would love any advice. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, you know, you've been so nice and in, in just and translating this, you know, thank you for leaving this this incredible legacy yeah. that everyone can build upon in the drum world. Thank you for doing repairs. I mean, he's a, a household legendary name in the world of drumming. So many of our customers are like, oh yeah, I went up to Jack to get this repaired, you know, and he works with closely with Ludwig drums and companies to bring back vintage finishes. Like he's wow. involved, right? Yeah. So I basically thanked him for his service to the industry for so many years. Cause right. he kind of seemed like he was kind of backing up. And then he hit me back with a, Hey, let's talk. And then he's like, <laughs> you know, one thing led to another. And I was in the, the parking lot of a Home Depot, and we talked two hours wow. about ideas for the show. And I was just asking generic advice if I ever I would want to do something like this. By the end of the call, yeah, drums etc. is now the the presenter You're of the guy of 
the Pennsylvania Drum Show 26th annual. It's happening. Yeah. We can use the name. He's sending me vendor lists. Like we're making it happen. It's legit. So it's... he, yeah, he's he's very he's a very good salesman. I'll give him that. But you know, when an opportunity like that that happens. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know what we're going to need to do. I don't know what challenges are going to be along the way. That's when you say yes and figure it out. Figure and that's out. where that's where I'm at, man. And we are we are getting close and I'm very very confident and happy with how things are turning out. This is this is going to be the biggest thing drums etc has ever done. Congrats, man. Phenomenal. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's going to be great. So, yeah, this is recorded on uh, November 1st. Episode's going to come out uh, Wednesday morning on uh, November 8th and then uh, for everyone listening yeah, Mickey's Black Box, November nineteenth, Sunday, noon to six p.m. Come on out, five bucks. You really you can't do much for five bucks, let alone something this cool. It's a really unique experience, and it's 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 it, the idea behind the entire thing is that there's something happening all day. Uh, you know, so you come early in the morning, you can stay and participate in everything going on during the day, or you can leave and come back for the end and then watch the clinic, learn something, watch a incredible drummer perform. We're going to have a kit set up. He's going to be playing and performing. Wow. And then at the end, you might win a drum set. Who knows? You might yeah. come back, come back with some, some new, uh, with a new hobby. Seriously. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Right. And you can get lessons at drums, etc. That's it. We're right up the street. Perfect. So now what would you say in life you're most passionate about? most passionate about it's just people man that's it and it's it's crazy for me to say that because i was a very antisocial kid growing up yeah and i like i would not this person this entity you're talking with right now right no way i would have said that that's going to be me in however many years i was i didn't call people on the phone i didn't want anyone to contact me i would ask other people to do things for me. I would avoid opportunities when they came up because I didn't want that pressure or responsibility. Yeah. I didn't want to get a job that had to do with money because I was scared I was going to screw up someone's change. Uh, like I, you know, I didn't yeah, want to deal with yeah. people. I didn't want to deal with money and I didn't want to have to sell anything. And I got a job at Trump's, et cetera. <laughs> doing ev- doing, doing all, all, that, of that, all of that, all of that and more. <laughs> but, but the, you know, the people that do yeah. on the way make, make up for it all. You know, even answering angry phone calls, this and that, then you just talk to one person yeah. and they can completely turn you around to see the joy on a kid's face who just learned his first beat and is ecstatic to show you and he's in there wailing away on the drums <laughs> right. and it's okay and everyone loves it. Yeah. Or to see them perform in a recital that we would like coordinate with the shop where they're playing with a band. That's how we do recitals. Okay. We don't we don't just have them play along to like a track. Like it's not like a piano where you just go up and oh, the kid's oh, playing wow. on snare drum. No, we'll hire a band and yeah. get a, the kid to sit Legit. in with the yeah. band and rock out. It's amazing. That is to cool. To see that is so rewarding and I absolutely, absolutely love it. But truly, as far as the career is concerned, I'm doing what I wanted to do. And that's, you know, really, really based on my decisions and my incredible, incredible. Uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunities I've had. Like I said, I, I've had something to do with trying to get myself in the right position. Like you're generously offering up as far as like the reason for my success. But yeah. it's absolutely just, uh, you know, I had incredible upbringing, you know, thank my parents for, for raising me a certain way. And, and just, uh, you know, after you kind of take that first jump. Mm-hmm. And that first, put yourself out there and yeah. see what happens, and it and it comes through for you. That's the addiction that continues and continues, and then you just start attracting more opportunities. The PA Drum Show is just another one of those things that that came from being okay and willing to put myself out there, and then talking with people, learning about them. So it's super important. The you know, not necessarily who you know, but how you interact with those people. You know, we're tight now, and yeah. I know you more than you know a couple I, weeks. I know just a couple and hours. I'm like, really, Dude, we're best friends. Let's yeah. go grab drinks. I know. Like, I need to come down. Great. Oh man, I'd love to get drinks. Yeah, the drum uh, show. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, seriously. And so that's yeah, it's important. People are important. 
you're right. Those those moments, those little moments, make it all worth it. Make all that time you put in, you know, all the the, the blood and the sweat and the hustle that you do. It's those moments, and they go a long way. So, what are the items you you brought with? Tell us a little bit sure. about them. I see like a pink paper. You got a coffee yes. mug. Yeah. So I'll talk yeah. about this. This is my original. Oh, I got to give for the ASMR. Oh, yeah. There we go. This is paper. <laughs> this is the receipt from the very first drum set I bought. Really? I kept it. You kept it all this time. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I started way later than than I wanted to. Started working at the shop in 2014. I saved up all of my money. I would mow lawns. I would, you know, like set aside a couple bucks here, change, like taking, like taking change and like rolling it yeah. up and getting bills for it. Like it was insane. It was a lot of, you know, a lot of hard work there that went into that, but just slowly but surely saving money. I learned yeah. how to save money when I was really young. Uh, like I said, another credit to my parents of just kind of, you know, keep this in mind. Like, oh, maybe you want to think about saving for this or that, you know right. what I mean? And, and not just giving me something, you know, not just letting me have whatever in yeah. the moment. It's super important. So I learned to save money. And uh, I talk about this with uh, kids showing up and they're like, mom, dad, get me this. You know what I mean? I'm just like, hey man, what are you doing later? You want to, you know, work or, or yeah. mow a lawn or like, you know, an allowance is great. Like two bucks a week to take yeah. out the trash. Like, I think those are good things for parents to do. I'm not telling anyone how to parent the kids, do whatever you want. I don't have any kids, do whatever you want. But that really impacted me and was taught me this saving. And then I could get what I wanted yeah. for that money, that kind of thing. So long story short, uh, this, this receipt means a lot to me just because it was, there was a lot of work that went into this and it's not like I just got some, you know, beat up little kit for 20 bucks. You know, the, the total, uh, after tax was $741.95. Holy cow. Which I saved up from literally two, two, three bucks at a time. So this is over so a long period of time. You worked long, hard. Very long period of time. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I just, I, I hang on to things like, like this. And I'm so glad I kept this. This is all folded up. It was just in a drum bag. I found, I'm like, I'm so glad I have this because yeah. this is like, just, just reminds me of patience. And I think that's such a huge, important lesson to learn. Uh, you know, I struggle with it now. That's one of my biggest things I struggle with as a business owner. Yeah. It's like, okay, I want to do the next thing. I want to get a bigger place. Like we're filling this place up. Oh, I want to have more lesson rooms because I have, you know, patience, save a little money. We'll get there. Well, things will happen. Then, like I said, it may come in different ways. Like this drum show is something I didn't anticipate, but it's here. Now there's the opportunity. Well, that could give us a boost towards this, but I got to be patient and I got to have it at this time of year. This is, this is when it's right. That sort of thing. Right. So it just reminds me of that. And, and I love it. I love having this. You know, over seven hundred bucks I saved as a kid, and I'm yeah. just really, you know, proud of that. That's why I, I wanted to bring it to. Oh, because... I think you should be because I mean, it shows like, you know, if if you put your mind to it, you know, at a young age, and I I do agree, you know, because that's how how my, how my dad was, how my parents were. It's like you had a chore, you know, you did your chores, you got a little bit of money. It wasn't a lot, but mm -hmm. if you saved it, you could earn, you know, or yeah, you could earn and you know save for something big like this. And the fact that you did that just shows like. You know, if you put your mind to it, you know, because a young kid might be like, oh, two bucks, five bucks. That's mm -hmm. nothing. But like if you save that up for years, months and years, look what you can do. And now this is like part of your your like history into your career and what you're doing. And mm -hmm. really, it's it's like yeah. a huge part of your life, you know. And this was for like a full kit. Like I don't know the proper term, but this is like. So this is this is for yeah. a uh, this is for just the shells. 
So okay, we won't. We don't have to get too nerdy about it. But okay. Basically, when you picture a drum set, there's cymbals, there's stands holding the cymbals, yeah, and then there's the drums themselves. How most drums are sold that aren't in like a package deal or something like that, like a really like entry level type thing, which is available, um, is the shells are sold separate from all the other stuff. Okay, that's where you're getting like something decent quality, yeah. really all around. Uh, so this is actually this means more because this is just the drums. Before I did this, I bought all the boring stuff. Oh, so. Wow. My start in drumming, my Uncle Jim. I have to give him a shout-out. Yeah. My Uncle Jim had a set of drums. The reason I picked it up was because there was some project, some school project thing where it was like basically a talent show. Basically. Okay. And I had a, I happened to sit next to a, an old childhood friend of mine that I hadn't talked to for a long time. I said, hey, what are you doing for this? It was kind of like all open. Like everyone has to do something with their skills. It was kind of a cool thing. It ended up being a flop, but got me into drums, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to play guitar, and this other friend of mine's going to sing. And we're going to do that. And, I, and he was like, do you play anything? And I was like, my uncle has a set of drums. And he said, cool, you're our drummer. <laughs> oh, nice. That's how you got it. Cool, I, you're our drummer. And I you, never played drums You never before. played drums. No. Yeah. So I, so I started, I borrowed his kit to start okay. out, which is, it was an incredible opportunity for me. Like I said, it allowed me to save this up yeah. still pursuing that passion wow. uh, while playing his stuff, you know? But I bought all the boring stuff first. I bought the cymbals. I bought the the stands. Yeah. I started buy, buying like a pedal. Like who <laughs> right. cares? Right. Like, it's important, but that, like yeah. it's. But yeah. I knew myself again. It goes back to self awareness. I knew that if I bought the shells first, um, I would be, I would borrow that stuff for the rest of my life. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You and need... and and you know it's important to me. And like again, for my childhood, it's just like, look, like if you borrow something. You give it back. Like, you don't want to have that reputation. You know, if you gave someone your word, yeah, you, you own up to it. Right, you right. You know what I mean? You honor that. Yeah. Even if they're the coolest uncle ever and would probably let me borrow it forever, you do that. So I bought all the boring stuff first, returned all the boring stuff, and then this was kind yeah. of like my grand finale yeah. was getting the shells and the drums. That's phenomenal. I mean, the responsibility, you know, the savings at a young age. Very cool. Glad you brought that in. Yeah, it's um, cool. And we'll have pictures on American Girl Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. You also brought... A coffee yes. mug. So this is this is a drum key coffee mug. Drum key coffee mug. The cool yeah. part about this is you only get this coffee mug if you're on the show. Whoa. The reason I brought it okay. is because this is the most progressive, forward, crazy thing that would never have happened unless someone like me was in the driver's seat of right. things, et cetera. Yeah. This is like a representation of a podcast. Like, no, 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 no. We didn't. <laughs> right. Like, for years when I worked there, you know. Rick, Rick had a way of doing things. He'd post, you know, a picture here and there on, on Facebook. Maybe if someone bought a drum set, like he knows he, he built it. He knows what works and he what, knows doesn't. what he's doing. I yeah. get it. Right. I get it. Um, but there was a little bit of a lack of that push towards the next greatest thing. Yeah. And, and day one, when I took over, uh, I, I made a couple, what I would consider improvements, which not everyone would, but I would consider improvements first, first and foremost being we have a digital system. Now we have, Literally, you can you know how you scan things at yeah. the grocery store, and you've done that all for your time. entire life all the time. And yeah. you use those little UPC codes, right? Drums, etc., was in our heads. It was what? pencil, paper, inventory every year. Just Ooh. look at what we have, order what we need. There's no digital nothing. Wow, no nothing. That's so, crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. It was that's it was wild. old that school, is wild. man. Dude, yeah. it was old Very. school, right? So that's one <laughs> yeah. of the things I did to kind of progress things and to have that. And like literally a UPC code was like, oh, there's a great place to put our price tag sticker over. Yeah. Because it's white, you know? Like, <laughs> no, that's absurd. They're there for a reason. Yeah. People do yeah. business. So modernizing <laughs> the company um, and then going above and beyond with the social media, which is really important to me, uh, you know, and has, has become, because that's where the attention is, to build brand. Like I mentioned earlier. Yes. So... If, if you're into this kind of stuff, check out Drums, et cetera, everywhere, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, 
We're okay. crazy. Yeah. We're crazy. That, we're wherever. You're everywhere. We're, we're, we're everywhere. You, you go on LinkedIn, Instagram. Yeah, we're out uh, there. Twitter, all yeah. that. So Everywhere. So so this is yeah. this is really a testament to, you know, this is something new that we're pushing is is the podcast thing. You know what I mean? And it's 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 like, hey, are we going to do this? How are we going to do it? Okay, we're going to do it right. We're going to get transitions. We're going to have segments because I know I don't want to just willy-nilly do it. You know, we're going to have a host and a co-host. We're yep. going to record live to tape. There's going to be no editing. Like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we really put a lot into this, and it's worked out really great. And I can't tell you how many customers come in. They're talking about the podcast. They're talking about a clip they saw here or there, and it's really helped the business. But because technically we're recording a podcast, this is for you. Yeah. But I'm, this we're, isn't drum key. Are, this isn't this drum is key, you. Adam. I don't know. I know you gave me swag. I got to hook you up with some swag. Are you sure? Because I feel like I have to be on your podcast to get this. But I'm I not going to promise you, we have a lot of them. Okay. I may also <laughs> well, have a problem you. with overordering things. Well, that's not a bad thing, right? You get a good discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know yeah. how that is. We we do no, all promotions. Yeah, so that's that's for you. Whoa! Yeah, thank man. you very much. Very very cool. Drum key. That's my own it. coffee mug. Wow. Yeah, so the, a, you can only get key. this by being on the it's podcast. True. You're the only one, yeah. I'm the only outsider. You're the only outsider. But we're technically talking about drum and key. we're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. I we, figure we're close enough. Wow. So yeah, I was just, my next question is how can our listeners connect and follow along with you? But I mean, you touched on all the social medias. Is yeah. it all drums? Uh, yeah. Drums, it's et all drums, et cetera. All drums, Drums, E-T-C. Perfect. That's it. Yeah. The Drummers Pro Shop is our full name, but you don't need that. Drums, et cetera. We should pop up. If we don't pop up, that's my own fault. And we need to hustle a little bit more. There but you yeah, go. you should be able to Google us or whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Find us everywhere. I'm not doing Twitter right now. Shuffling some things around. Not doing Twitter, but I'm doing everything else. Everything else? Cool. You know, especially TikTok. with what, what yeah. we're doing. What we're doing, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot of podcast clips right now. There's gonna be a lot of educational stuff. That's huge. We do educational events. I record it all. Yeah. I clip it up. We've got a lot of that. If you're in the music industry, you're gonna love it. If you're not, you're still gonna laugh because we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> you have fun. You have fun. You enjoy life. <laughs> sure. Wow. That's I gotta ask you then, how do you how do you find time to like sleep if you're doing all this? Right. No, that's I a random question like Yeah, no, that that's a, that's really important to me. Yeah. I find time yeah, no, I'm good. I get I get good sleep. I'm not worried about it. The beauty of running a music store is that no one's gonna show up basically before noon. So our normal hours are eleven until yeah. eight at night. We're shifted schedule because that's, that's nice. when musicians are around. That's that when sense. musicians are doing things or headed to the gig here and there. You know, you got to be open till eight because of this, you know, and people are taking lessons later, you know. Um, so I've adjusted to that schedule. But yeah, it's just a matter of getting organized, being disciplined and making it happen. And that's something I'm working on every single day. And, and uh, you know, if there's anyone out there that, that feels that way or feels like, where am I going to find the time for this? Like, I promise you there's... There's t- if you take a really good hard look at yourself and what you're doing, yeah. There, you know, there are half hour meetings that could be five minute meetings. There, there's, there's, you know, get right. up an extra hour early, this and that, you know. But not even that. Like, get your sleep. Make sure you take care of yourself, and you really will start to prioritize what is important to you. And just saying it isn't enough. It's the actions that yeah. really speak to what you are prioritizing in your life right now. So before we close out, is there anything else that you would like the listeners to know? I think we covered a lot. We talked about me way more than I expected to, but I guess that makes sense. That's the whole point of the podcast. This <laughs> a be uh, feature the guest. I know. You know? I'm like, drum the Zetter is cool. I'm also there. No, uh, no. But I, I just think that if, if anyone has that sort of uh, passion to, to do something, if anyone feels like they are in that situation, that decision point, that decision time, you can't rely on on the folks around you to be 100% supportive until you accomplish it. It can be family, it can be friends, it can be all sorts of different people in your life. 
Be careful who you share your dreams with because some people are going to try to shoot you down, whether it's out of their own self-consciousness or their their lack of uh, awareness of the modern times, which is a lot with older family members, oh, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So I think it's really important to uh, you know have practical optimism. Make sure that you're not doing anything that's going to completely sink you, but lean into the things that you believe in and follow your dreams. That's it. I know it sounds really like Walt Disney, like follow your dreams, kids. Right. But truly, the like I said, now is the best time, the best time to be alive if you would like to be an entrepreneur because there is the opportunity for you to advertise for free. Yeah. Organic social media is free. Right. People complain about it, this and that. Like there's all this stuff. No, you can start something if you have an extra five minutes a day. You can start. Yeah. You know, and that's all it takes. Sometimes, like like with my story, it's not even just starting something. It's just putting yourself in the room, putting yourself in the right position, yes. volunteering, saying yes to coming on a podcast to talk about D and D because maybe it'll lead to something else. Right? Exactly. Look you at know, that. yeah. that's it. Here you we know, are. Saying yes. Yeah. You know, not everyone has a, an entire day a week to dedicate to, you know, working somewhere for free without any payoff, and they have different situations. I get it, but uh, you know, review your situations. Uh, your situation, your life situation, your time situation is really dictated a lot by where you're prioritizing things. Do you need to sit and watch Netflix four hours exactly. every single night? Yeah. Or could you take one of those hours? You can still watch Netflix three yeah. hours a night. Take one of those hours. Film a couple videos. If you're not into putting yourself on camera, that's fine. Written word. That's fine. Start a podcast. You know, there's ways to do things and start to grow uh, into the person that you want to become. And like I said, it's all about action. Get out there and make it happen. Adam Steck, owner of Drums, etc. on the American Grown Podcast and the Color Tech Creative Solutions Studios. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Awesome job, man. Definitely want to get you on again. To see photos of today's guests and more content, just search American Grown Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast, Please direct message or email Austin at AmericanGrownPod at gmail.com.